Good morning, I'm Tom Robinson with KSOM and KS95 News. Our temperature at this hour, 21 degrees, 35 the high today, 18 the low tonight, 34 on Thursday, low 22. Friday, 37, low 22. Saturday, high in the mid-30s, low 20. And Sunday, 35, low 23. Monday, 35. Monday night, 18. And Tuesday, 27. We do have a chance for some mixed precip on Monday. And again, Monday night. And a chance for some snow on Tuesday. It will take some extra time to reach your destination this morning. A thick blanket of fog is settled in over southwest and west-central Iowa. The National Weather Service issued a dense fog advisory for the region until 10 a.m. Visibility is about one-quarter of a mile or less, making driving conditions hazardous. The below-freezing temperatures could cause slick or icy surfaces, especially on untreated roads, bridges, and overpasses. Drivers are advised to slow down, use their headlights on low beams, and leave plenty of space between their vehicles and the one ahead of them. Well, December goes down as one of the top five warmest out of 151 years of records for the state of Iowa. The average monthly temperature across the state was 34 degrees. That's nine degrees above normal. State climatologist Dr. Justin Glisson says December, the snowiest month, lacks snow across the state, averaging about 1.4 inches, six and a half inches below average. Thanks to the warmer than average temperatures, the abundant rainfall kept the snowfall to a minimum. You mentioned precipitation on the rainfall side. Yes, we did see above-average totals across the state. We uh, came in at the average of 1.8 inches, and that's about a half an inch above average. So if you look at the 12 months of 2023, only the fourth month in which we were above average. The other two were January, February, and then the third is October. Now, despite the nearly two inches of rain, drought conditions persisted across the state and some improvement in western Iowa. Meanwhile, the El Nino remains in a moderate to a strong category. When we look at December, January, February behavior uh, for moderate to strong El Ninos going back to 1950, six of the last seven have trended wetter across the uh, much of the upper Midwest, including uh, most of Iowa. On the temperature side, we do trend warmer as well. Looking at the last three events that we've had, 2010, 2016, which was the monster El Nino, and then 2019, third wettest winter in 2019. Uh, so we've seen wetter winters with these strong El Ninos. Now, Dr. Glisson says moving forward, he's not getting a clear signal for temperatures, but he is getting a signal for wetter conditions. He says the 8 to 10 day outlook shows a trend to more normal temperatures, about 29 degrees for a high, and a strong signal for wetter conditions for January across the entire U.S. Well, the Iowa Department of Transportation is recommending changes to state traffic laws after nearly 380 people died on Iowa roads in 2023. This is the deadliest year on Iowa's roadways in seven years and the second deadliest year on Iowa roads in the past 12 years. Only 2016 was higher with more than 400 traffic-related deaths. A safety plan by the Iowa Department of Transportation lays out ways state lawmakers could lower that number like banning drivers from using their phones behind the wheel, requiring all passengers to use their seatbelts, and making motorcycle riders under a certain age wear a helmet and more protection for bicyclists. Iowa law only bans phones for texting or emailing and driving. 
Hey, Fremont County man is in custody on burglary charges. The Fremont County Sheriff's Office arrested 65-year-old Daniel J. Kitchens of Thurman, Iowa, on Monday for third-degree burglary in violation of no-contact order. Authorities held him in the Fremont County Jail on a $10,000 bond. On December 7th, Kitchens posted a $5,000 cash bond on a charge of extortion. On November 16th, the Kitchens posted an $18,000 cash bond in connection with an incident involving the discharge of a firearm during an altercation. In separate cases, deputies arrested 39-year-old Justin Case Moore of Council Bluffs on an active warrant for eluding. Moore turned himself in to the Fremont County Sheriff's Office on Monday. It is alleged that in July of 2023, Moore led Fremont and Mills County deputies on a pursuit ending in Nebraska. Moore was released after posting the $1,000 cash bond. Well, the Cass County Board of Supervisors are changing their board meeting schedule for 2024. Mandy Billings has a story. The Cass County Board of Supervisors held their organizational meeting this morning and re-elected Steve Beyer as board chairman and Mark O'Brien as vice chair. The board then discussed and approved holding their meetings on the first and third Tuesdays of the month unless another meeting needs to be scheduled. Mark O'Brien made the suggestion. I brought this up last year, if you remember right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, also, and that was kind of my driving force to bring it up again this year was... Um, it seems like sometimes we just scramble to put things on the agenda to even have a meeting that some of the stuff could wait a week and so on and so forth. The board named the Atlantic News-Telegraph, Anita Tribune, and Grizzled American as the official county newspapers. They set the mileage reimbursement rate at $0.50 cents per mile for employees and $0.67 cents per mile for sheriff's civil processing. The board set the medical examiner fees, approved Dennis Vogel as weed commissioner, and approved a number of committee appointments. In other news, the zoning commissioner, Mike Kennan, spoke to the board about issues with junk properties. We do have the same issues that continue with problems with junk or salvage properties in the county. One specific property brought up is on Yankton Road, where the landowner is storing junk vehicles and other items, and there are times these items end up in the right-of-way or on adjacent property. The supervisors agreed this is a problem that needs to be pursued, and the ordinance needs more defined and better enforced. Kennan said he's going to get some things written up to bring back to the board. I'm Eddie Bellings reporting. Thanks a lot, Mandy. The Montgomery County Board of Supervisors re-elected Mike Olson as the supervisor chairman and Charles Smith vice chairman during their organizational meeting on Tuesday morning. The supervisors also approved the Red Oak Express as the official newspaper and said December 26th is a holiday on the 2024 holiday calendar. The supervisors also ran down the list of the 17 different committee re- assignments, and most, uh, if not all, remain the same. The board also approved the areas of interest for attendance-only non-voting members, including Montgomery County Memorial Hospital, Red Oak Chamber of Industry, Montgomery County Conservation, and Public Health Initiative Productions. During the regular business meeting, the supervisors approved a first-time resolution for a bridge embargo per Iowa Code. Supervisor Chairman Mike Olson says they have never had a resolution covering the weight limits on county bridges. Through Sheriff Spinagle earlier this fall, he said that they can go out and talk to these people crossing these bridges. But there's nothing legally they can do because we have not passed a resolution covering those bridges. 
Olson says every bridge in Montgomery County is legally embargoed, whether 40 tons or below. He says they did that about the law that allows loggers to scale 130,000 pounds on county roads. This just gives the county the right to bring charges if somebody were to go through a bridge or damage a bridge. And we have video evidence that they were crossing the bridge with uh, a cart or a semi-loaded we actually have something that, that our county attorneys can, can prosecute with. That will cover off-road like a cart, heavy wagon. I would imagine it would, yes. In other business, the supervisor approved a mileage rate of 67 cents per mile and approved the ICAP invoice of $222,666. This is a 37% increase from one year ago. ICAP is a self-insurance program that provides property and casualty coverage to Iowa public entities. Also, the supervisors voted to go back to weekly meetings rather than bi-monthly meetings as they attempted to, uh, to do last fall. More news on the web at westerniowatoday.com. ABC News is next.